0: podcast. If you've clicked on this title because it's something that you're curious about or if it's something that you've already heard about and you're really interested to hear about how you can improve from this knowledge, I'm really excited to be talking about instant versus delayed gratification, the domino effect and also the compound effect. Now this is definitely something that don't think I've got this down or that I'm some kind of expert on this because I'm learning just as much as you may be and I think it's one of those things that is really important to learn and can really be in service to you for all kinds of goals whether it's a goal to read x amount of books a year to reach a certain academic grade to reach a certain level of health and wellness et cetera, et cetera. It can really be relevant to any long-term goals. And even if there's nothing that springs to mind immediately, I think the discussion around instant versus delayed gratification is super important because it can help bring that awareness of the effect that these seemingly small, irrelevant decisions are having on your life. And I don't say that to scare anyone or overly dramatise things. But I think it is very true that the small, seemingly irrelevant decisions that we make on a day-to-day basis can hugely determine where we end up in life. And and therefore, it's great to kind of shine a light on that. And Andrew Kirby was a great inspiration for this podcast episode because his video, This Graph Changed My Life, where he talks all about the domino effect and instant versus delayed gratification, which I'll definitely link. He defines... Instant gratification as short-term superficial pleasures at the cost of long-term fulfilment. And so the idea is kind of short-term gain, long-term pain. Something like posting on Instagram. You can instantly get that gratification and that dopamine hit from people seeing it almost immediately, liking it, maybe commenting, and it kind of feeds you that dopamine of attention and validation perhaps or another example of instant gratification would be you're really hungry and you've got the two choices of going to a fast food takeout place and getting it quickly or you could wait a little bit and make something healthier for yourself if that is in alignment with your long-term health goals and the opposite of this would be delayed gratification which is short-term sacrifice of these superficial pleasures at the reward of long-term fulfillment. And so you can kind of see that these two are almost the inverse of each other. And so I think it's particularly important to be talking about instant versus delayed gratification because today's day and age is one that really allows you to dive into instant gratification as much as possible. Technology has meant You've got access to so many people so quickly. You can order something and it will come incredibly quickly. Everything is just very fast paced. You don't have to wait. And I think this kind of breeds a impatience in people because they want things immediately. But like any successful entrepreneur or successful person in general would have found, anything that comes quickly can leave just as fast. And there's no shortcuts. You really do have to put in that hard work and that consistency to get the strong foundations and the sustained success. And really relevant to this is Stanford's marshmallow test, which you might have heard of. It involves young children being offered one marshmallow, or if they wait 15 minutes and don't eat that one marshmallow, they get rewarded and they get two marshmallows. And the results of this study were... Lots of kids did immediately go for that first marshmallow. They definitely chose instant gratification in that moment. They didn't think about the reward and the delayed gratification benefits of the two marshmallows. And they probably didn't care in that moment. Like a lot of us don't care when we make these short-term gain decisions. But what the test found that was really interesting was... With those few kids that did manage to wait the entire time and forego that short-term gain for long-term gain was the power of delayed gratification. The study followed these kids as they grew up and it found that the children who were willing to delay that gratification ended up having higher SET scores, because of course this is an American study, Lower levels of substance abuse, lower likelihood of obesity, better responses to stress, better social skills, and generally better scores in the range of other life measures. And so this study of these children's self-control and their self-regulation, and I guess also their long-term thinking, shows something we can learn from, I think. And I think what's really interesting is when this is linked to the domino and then the compound effect, because I think that's really where hopefully this episode can give the steps to actually achieving the success and working on the uncomfortable thing that may be the delayed gratification. But in the long term, it will lead to the better results. And there's so many instances where this would be relevant to our lives. If you're a student, it's so easy to say, I could either use this hour or two I've got to do my homework, or I could go on TikTok, or I could watch a YouTube video. I could either read this book, or I could go on one of these devices. And I think it's worth noting that these social media platforms, I mean, Instagram especially, there's, there's been so many... Articles that have come out and said all these tools are to sustain people's attention as long as possible. Instagram tells you when someone's read your message or when they are typing so that you stay on the app for longer, so that you kind of sneak over to see when the person sends a message or if they stop typing, then continue typing. All of these tools are there to keep you on the app as long as possible, which ultimately leads to economic gain for these companies. And so it's, of course, much easier said than done because there's so much work and there's so many psychologists and engineers and experts who are all working so that you don't make this decision of choosing delayed gratification, but so that you choose the instant gratification because for them, it leads to a better gain. But for you, unfortunately, it doesn't really. And so perhaps you don't have any specific goals that are coming to mind right now. And so perhaps we could talk about, like, really general examples, like, if you wanted to write a book, if you, or I guess at university it would be an essay or a dissertation. And I think through exploring this difference between instant and delayed gratification, the difference in actions of what you would be doing if you're seeking either of those, comes to a... Kind of statement that it's important to practice being uncomfortable. It's important to practice doing the difficult thing. This hugely relates to deep focus and being able to really dedicate yourself to your goals. So easy to say you will, but so many forces that make it so easy to not. And if you go on YouTube, you'll find a lot of people doing this challenge called the dopamine detox. From what I've seen, it tends to be a 48-hour almost fasting period where you abstain from the things that you would normally enjoy and the things that normally would give you that dopamine hit, such as pleasurable eating. So I guess that would be really indulging in kind of nice foods. Perhaps it would be taking on a more yogi point of view of eating for the nutrients not for the taste and it's also things like not going online perhaps it's not using your phone as much none of the social media apps no alcohol no sex no drugs no gaming no talking to others perhaps and the idea is that it resets your neurochemical system by de-stimulating it and it definitely seems like a difficult thing whenever I watch a youtube video you can see people struggling, and that's because we do have this huge addiction to social media platforms and instant gratification and dopamine. And so, people use this as a method to get uncomfortable and do the hard thing of avoiding all these things that normally give you that instant pleasure to train yourself to enjoy the hard things. And so, I definitely think it is important to practice being uncomfortable, doing the things that maybe you don't really want to do, but you kind of quote unquote should do. I remember in gyms, there's this quote that they always have on the wall plastered that says, you'll never regret a workout. And I would always leave the gym, see that quote, and have this moment with myself where I was like, I really do agree with that regardless of how good my workout was whether it was I walked in 10 minutes later I really can't be here and I can't do it and I'm just gonna have to try again another day I still feel better for getting out of the house walking to the gym walking in being around people who are all working on themselves and you know some days it doesn't work out and you're really not feeling it but I never did regret going to the gym even though that was often the last thing I wanted to do And so this YouTuber, Andrew, he links this to the domino effect. And so if you think about dominoes, not the pizza place, but the rectangular blocks, when one falls, it has an impact on all the rest of the blocks. And similarly, choices that you make have second order, third order, fourth order, etc. effects on your life. He gives the example of going on a run in the morning. He says, that's the first block. And the secondary block of that and the secondary effect is perhaps you get that run as high and you feel really energized. And maybe the third effect is you then feel more optimistic and proud of yourself. And so you go into work and your mind is working really clearly. And then the next order effect is you're feeling a lot more productive and you get a lot more work done than you normally would and so maybe the next effect is you're nicer to other people and you're enjoying your interactions with others more and then maybe the next effect is you can leave work earlier or that you enjoy the walk home even more or that you then get home and because you've done that One initial decision to do that run in the morning. You want to continue like investing in yourself. And so you go for a healthier option. For your dinner. And then so on. And then so on. And so the idea is that this one initial domino. Affects. All different facets of your life. And so that one domino being a positive action. Can lead to more long term positives. And it's not saying that well done, you went on that one run, you had one really good work day and oh my god you're going to get promoted now and so run equals promotion. It's not that, it's the benefits are positively spiralling and every decision we make has some kind of impact. You'll definitely feel that this is true if you've ever woken up super late and rushed for a day or woken up and felt like you'd like quote-unquote woken up on the wrong side of the bed or that just today wasn't your day. You'll feel it because suddenly everything is going wrong. It's just, oh, now my train is late. Oh, now I'm going to be late to work. Oh, great. They don't have my like preferred lunch option. Oh, this task is really difficult. All these things kind of spiral. I think we've all kind of felt that. I definitely have. And so the opposite direction of it is you take that one positive action and it can lead to a lot more positives. And I think it's to do with this psychological momentum that you gain. This one thing has positively impacted your life. And so that spills over into other areas. And so I say it's important to practice being uncomfortable and doing the more difficult things. Because often, if you're going to compare the instant gratification things, such as watching a YouTube video, compared to the delayed gratification thing of doing that project that you have to do, between the two... I'm sure we've very often picked the youtube option the easy option the more passive but enjoyable maybe option but it's important to make that switch move towards a delayed gratification thing to the thing that maybe in the short term we really don't want to do this project but sometimes you just have to force yourself to sit down get started with a project realize half the time it's not as bad as you even think it is but in the long term This thing needs to be done and it's for your greater good because, you know, you can't just go your whole degree watching YouTube videos the whole time. You do actually need to do the work. Or whether it's with fitness, the option is instant gratification, your alarm goes off, you're going to turn it off or keep snoozing it and miss that time period that you said you could go to the gym during. Or you could switch it and go for the delayed gratification option of quickly jumping out of bed getting yourself to the gym initially forcing yourself to kind of do the thing that you really don't want to I mean your laziest like most homely warm wants to stay in bed self definitely doesn't want to pick this option and it will seem like the harder option but the practice of doing these hard things is what really can build up this resilience and this kind of power in you whether it comes to deep focus or those successful morning routines that entrepreneurs do or blah, blah, blah. They do say to practice doing the hard things and avoiding this resistance to them. And so I think it's really important to take a look at what actions maybe we're doing in our own lives that are instant gratification versus delayed gratification and where we can maybe swap out some of those instant ones for the delayed ones. An example in my own life would definitely be about reading. There's so many times that maybe I'm on a commute and I could be using that time to read and what would be the positive impacts of that and the domino effects of me reading for 20 minutes every time I'm on a train. I would have more knowledge I would be working towards my maybe long-term goal of reaching X amount of books a year. I'd learn so many new words, maybe. I'd hear people's opinions on certain things. I feel like overall reading has such a positive impact on people and it makes them so much more educated and intelligent and able to chime in on discussions. I mean, I'm not saying I'm reading the most educational content always, But even still, the skill of reading and the practice of it is super good for your creativity. And if we think about the domino effect of that, there's lots of areas of my life that reading could benefit me. Sometimes I'm randomly reading, I pick up one quote, suddenly it's relevant to my next podcast idea. Or suddenly it comes up in conversation with someone and now I've got something really thoughtful and interesting to say. And what's the domino effect of me feeling empowered in a conversation with someone. I feel more confident. I feel like I've really contributed. I feel valuable. I feel like I want to have more similar conversations. Can you imagine the kind of circular spiral of where this could end up? And it's a very small action. I mean, that 20 minutes a day, maybe five days a week, that's time that's so easily And social media platforms definitely make it so easy for you to just spend that on your phone. And so the delayed gratification would be reading and maybe the instant gratification would be just listening to music, doing nothing, like twiddling my thumbs or going on social media. And I think what's interesting is, yes, I've been saying let's practice getting uncomfortable and doing the hard thing, but there will be a time and it's not, crazy far into the future it can happen quite quickly that you actually begin to enjoy doing these hard things you will begin to enjoy reading you will you will begin to enjoy the gym you'll begin to enjoy prepping a healthy meal and why does this happen because from that one initial impact the second third fourth fifth order effects of it if we're looking at the domino effect again they create this psychological momentum Which then leads to this motivation and this thought process of, okay, yeah, I really don't want to read today. However, XYZ are positive effects that happen when I do this thing. And so you think about two, three, four, and five effects and draw the arrow back to number one action and number one domino. And you think, yeah, actually, it's worth it to do it. I feel motivated to do this because I want these domino effects. And so it's a really interesting cycle of how, yes, the instant gratification is immediately enjoyable. And on the contrast, the delayed gratification may be quite difficult initially. But give yourself some time and you will start to enjoy that as well. You will start to enjoy the harder work. You will start to enjoy it. And I think that's when it becomes even better because you can be in the gym getting that instant dopamine so it sounds like something that we want to avoid this instant dopamine hit, but actually if it's something that's serving your your future self, going to the gym, working out instantly, it can be good for you, you can be feeling that initial high of, oh my gosh, I feel good to be moving my body. So you're benefiting not only in the short term, but also in the long term. And so it's kind of interesting because the delayed, the instant gratification, of course sometimes like, I'm not saying take this incredibly seriously and don't let yourself enjoy anything unless it's serving this like huge vision for your future self like not everything has to be so systematic and rigid but a lot of the times to reach our goals we are choosing the instant gratification thing which isn't going to get us there yes i love tiktok yes i enjoy it so much but is it going to get me writing my dissertation no not really And so I need to practice the hard thing, the delayed gratification thing of instead of using TikTok, researching and reading these essays and these journals and these articles that are then going to get my dissertation done. And so I think that's that's the best thing. You're focusing on the long term, but it's balanced because there's this short term enjoyment as well. And so how do we get there? How do we get to this? flip of a switch where we're choosing to delay gratification. And so I think it starts by thinking long term. So think about all the different aspects of your life. It could be your family, it could be your friendships, it could be your romantic relationships, it could be your academics, it could be your fitness, it could be your mental health, it could be your informal learning, such as Your reading or, you know, the the education that you do aside from what you are prescribed in an academic sense. All of these different spheres, think about things that you really aspire to. Maybe it's you want to run a marathon and that's in your fitness sphere. And so work backwards from that. So you think long term, you set certain goals. Then you have to step back from that slightly and think, okay, what are the intermediate goals? So I want to do this thing in a a year's time. Okay, well, let's break it down month by month or semi-annually. What are the things that I need to achieve at certain milestone points and dates to get me to that long-term goal? And so start big, break it down, break it down, break it down. That's how you go from your long-term goal down to the small choices that you're making on a daily basis. And now, this is the perfect time to link this to the compound effect. The compound effect is a book by Darren Hardy about the impact that these small choices have on a larger scale. And so, he defines the compound effect as the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices. And the formula is small, smart choices plus consistency, because, of course, you've got to be consistent with these decisions. It doesn't help to hit it off one time and then never continue with something. So it's those small, smart choices, plus you're being consistent with them, plus time, because of course you need a long enough time frame that the consistency and that choice put together are leading to something. And what this all equals is radical difference. And so I'm sure like the domino effect, you've heard of the compound effect, perhaps in maths you heard about it, And you would see how certain numbers would exponentially increase. The common example is, would you rather get one million pounds today, instant gratification, hint, hint, or have a single penny that doubles every day for 31 days? It takes some consideration, it takes some maths to figure out that the compounding penny and the delayed gratification option is going to give you the larger payout and similar to the marshmallow test yes you might be drawn to the bigger amount initially but if you stop and thought about it that small action plus the consistency of it doubling so think about the formula the smart choice let's say our doubling 1p plus the consistency so it doubling plus the time so over 31 days And that equals over five million pounds, which then, of course, when you're then thinking about it, one million pounds today or over five million pounds in 31 days. With the marshmallow test, yeah, you might still want to pick the first option. But as the marshmallow test proved to us, the people that choose to delay their gratification and to show that kind of self-control, the results were better test scores, better social skills, better responses to stress, the results were really clear. And so I think it's really useful to link it to the compound effect and the domino effect. Because these big results don't come from one big change with a short timeline, but they come from small changes done consistently over a long time frame. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And so... You've got to choose the actions, therefore, that are small and steady. And through them being small and steady, it can ensure that you're going to continue with it. It would be unrealistic to say, read a a 400 page book every single day. Because that action is a big change and it's just going to be like a firework. It's going to maybe start off really well. You'll have a lot of motivation, but that's going to fade easily because motivation also can't be the only thing that you rely on. And so it will fizzle. And oddly enough, when I was researching this topic, Pitbull had something to say about it. And he was saying, your choices make your future. It should be short steps, long vision. And he said, what comes quickly will leave quicker. But really, we need to delay that gratification so that we have this short steps, long vision. So that we lead to this sustained foundation of growth. No wildly successful business, is going to be able to survive without a really strong foundation and a really strong system. Think about if you won the lottery as opposed to creating a business and, you know, generating that money by yourself. Winning that lottery would be incredible in the moment. It would be huge. It'd be like a firework. But you often hear about lottery winners really not being able to Sustain that wealth because they don't have a solid foundation of financial literacy or a money mindset that will really help them. And so, yeah, it might seem like the better option to just be awarded all this money and not have to work for it. But really, the alternative option of working for your money and building a business and slowly working your way out of, oh, this is a kink in the business and I'm going to iron this out and then this is learning that I've done etc etc through the process of making mistakes and learning and putting in the time the person who's building their business is going to be creating a foundation of knowledge and also working out their money mindset and yet perhaps the slower less attractive option it requires more work it definitely would be a difficult thing to do but your choices And I think what's really important with this compound effect is this emphasis on your choices. They're at the root of everything in your life. Your wealth, your relationships, your happiness, your health. All of those things up until this point are because of decisions you've already made. And so you're either choosing poorly, which is going to have consequences later. Or perhaps if you're reflecting right now, you're like, oh, my health is in a really bad place. And if you look back, it's because of X, Y and Z decisions. So you're either choosing poor decisions or you're not choosing at all, which means you're kind of floating along life and just like continually, okay, I'll wake up, I'll just go on TikTok for a few hours, okay, I'll just have like this unhealthy cereal, okay, and then I'll just do like nothing all day and kind of lazy about and that's it. And so you're not really choosing anything there, or at least it doesn't seem like it because those have been decisions that you've already made once and you're just continuing to go along with those so maybe one day you decided that you're going to wake up and just stay on tiktok and now you've continued to do that so you're not really choosing you're being passive but your choice is going to make your future and so i really enjoyed hearing about this book the compound effect because it's about success it's about what it takes and it's really emphasizing that there are no shortcuts to this sustainable growth strong foundations long-term success. And so if you're thinking about instant versus delayed gratification, remember this, that choice between instant or delayed, that choice is the starting point that when you draw that arrow and look at your results, that choice is the reason for it. And the choices start behaviours as well that over time become habits. And an example in this book was about coffee. And how small, consistent purchases can add up to a lot over time. If you watch Graham Stephens on YouTube, who does a lot of finance videos, you'll know that he's quite a pedantic person about coffee. He would absolutely avoid paying £5 at Starbucks for his daily coffee, but instead he'll make his 20 cent coffee every single day. And so if you think about that small, consistent purchase Adding up to a lot over time, your maybe daily decision to have a coffee, which is maybe three to five pounds, that times however many times you do that in the week, maybe five to seven times, that times 52 weeks, it suddenly seems like, oh, it's nothing, it's only three pounds. You add that up in the long term and it's adding up to quite a lot. Whereas you could be making a huge saving making that at home, for example, you know, as Graham Steffens would really emphasize. And so these small, seemingly insignificant actions and choices matter a lot more than you think they do. Reading 10 pages of a book each day adds up to roughly 43 books in three years. So that is quite a lot of reading. And so I think the link here between these three concepts, each small choice that you make and you make consistently is leading you to a certain result. And with each of these choices, there may be domino effects, there may be positive spirals of, for example, if I was reading those 10 pages a day, that education, that knowledge, that confidence to speak on certain subjects, all of that would have such a profound impact. And so I think it's really important to kind of look at those choices that you're making then. Is it ones that are giving you that instant gratification and are giving you those superficial pleasures in the short term, but in the long term perhaps? are going to lead to a negative compound effect or are they choices that delay your gratification but bring you long-term fulfilment? And so you have the domino effect leading to these second, third, fourth, etc. effects. And it may not seem super motivating to think that you have to choose the hard option. And it's definitely not true that you have to do this all the time life definitely should have like some kind of balance but I came across this quote that I think will really tie in this episode well, your mind can only measure what you will lose but it can't see what it will gain and so the decisions that you've made up until this point and the effects that you have already experienced, maybe your mind can measure what you will lose if you choose to avoid this instant gratification You're going to lose the fun times on TikTok, the fun hours spent watching YouTube in bed, the fun times that you spent snoozing. Your mind can measure what you will lose because you've experienced that, but you don't know yet what you will gain from this. So a focus on making better choices. Yeah, we can focus on the opportunity cost of, oh no, I'm going to lose out on all this fun, meaningless scrolling on TikTok. That really did bring me enjoyment and entertainment. But what will this better choice lead me to? Well, we don't know what we could possibly gain, but we can experience it quite quickly that it would be positive. And I think as opposed to the large upheavals of your life and the large revolutionary type moves to quit everything negative that you're doing and... Change how you act completely. I think the going slow and steady effect, that in one year, two years, three years, five years, you might not recognise yourself and it might be completely for the better. And I'm really interested to hear if any of you guys have been thinking about instant gratification and delayed gratification, or if you've heard about the domino or the compound effect. I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. I think it's something really valuable and helpful and I think it's definitely a step for me to take this seriously and begin implementing this in my life. If you'd like to start a discussion with me about this, you can definitely DM me on the Making It podcast at Instagram. I'd really enjoy that and I really appreciate you listening to this episode and I hope you've gained some valuable insight from it. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.